He's Dr. Goldman. I'm Colonel Steve Austin. She's Jamie Summers. Wait, this is not the $6 million man. This is Vikings Report with Drew and Ted. Drew, sir, how you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic, fantastic. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode... 17. 17. 17. 17. Damn, the Stevie Nicks episode. 17. Yeah, yeah. I do have some breaking news I'd like to take for a second and break into this thing before we jump into the jersey and everything else. In about an hour and a half, there's going to be a huge record set when my boy Patrick Marlowe takes the ice tonight. He will set the all-time record for NHL games played really? set by Gordie Howe 41 years ago. No kidding. Patrick Marlowe has played in his 1,768th NHL regular season game, surpassing Hockey Hall of Famer Gordie Howe and is now the NHL's Tonight, I'm giving Patrick Marlowe that shout-out. Congratulations. Is he 57 like Gordie Howe was? Gordie played till he's 52, 1946. To, I think he played to 80. He set that record. <laughs> he was 52 years old. He was playing hockey. I know. Um, Patty's 41 years old, first-round pick, first overall pick in 98. And I will give you one tasty tidbit, and then we can move on with the show. But this is right up there with the tastiest, tastiest tidbits we've ever had, even though it's hockey. What's that? You ready for this? Yeah. You ready, Ted Glover? Let's go. The NHL has been around for 104 years. The NHL has had 8,100 players playing its league. Patrick Marlowe has played against 3,009 of those players. So, wow. I did a little calculating. You know, math isn't my thing. I started at <laughs> 6 in the morning. It took me eight and a half hours to figure out the percentage. In the 104-year history of the National Hockey League, Patrick Marlowe has either played with or against 37% of the players who's ever played. That's an amazing statistic. you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? That is, that is, is, tru that is truly an amazing statistic. So that is something I wanted to give a shout-out to because it's huge, and it's Patty Marlowe, and... Uh, you know, baseball had Pete Rose, basketball had Robert Parrish. Those are the leaders in, in their specific sports. I think football was Morton Anderson, I think, had the most games. But you play the most games in any sport, you deserve a shout-out. So, right on. And we can get started now. All right. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on the $6 million man? Oh, man. Steve Austin, a, ba a man barely alive. Yeah. We can rebuild him. We can make him, what, better than before? I still hear that. I still hear that phrase today, like when somebody goes to the hospital, we can make him better. We have the technology. Everybody says it to everybody when you go in the hospital. That is that is the six million dollar man's legacy. If you hear that, that's where that phrase originated from, the six million dollar man. Lee Majors. That that show was kind of dumb and hokey. How's the sound of the sound effects? How'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> he was 
He was some some. If anybody hasn't seen it, he was like a test pilot that got injured in a crash. Yeah. And they rebuilt him. It cost six million dollars to. Re- Matter of fact, when they show that footage at the beginning, the guy who got in that crash was named Bruce Peterson. That was a real crash, yep. and he walked away from it. He did. He did walk away from it. So now, now, real quick, he actually not not because of that act. He was in the hospital recovering from the accident, but he he in real life lost his right eye because he developed an infection. I think while he was in the hospital recovering from that crash. That's good knowledge. Ninety nine episodes. We've had some episodes up in the high count so far, but ninety nine for the six million dollar man. Uh, Lee Majors married to Farrah Fawcett. Hmm. Some guys we, have all the luck. I think we can honestly say back in the 70s, that's a little faucet we probably would have liked to have a little sip out of. But <laughs> All right. Well, I was in single digits back then, so I didn't know anybody. That show became, it was kind of a hokey show, but it became like a pop culture icon. It really did. Yep. Andre the Giant was on it. Was he really? I don't remember that episode. Yeah. I got to check that out. Yeah, we'll try to find a little footage on it, but uh, that's about all I got. Raymond Hoagland, uh, one of our viewers had requested uh, that we do this show. So, Raymond, yeah, this show's this this show tributes for you. Um, the one thing you didn't mention today in today's dollars, a six million dollar man would be worth about. 33 to 35 million dollars which is the contract for kirk cousins so kirk cousins could, <laughs> kirk cousins could build himself a bionic man today if he wanted to oh my god all right so who do we got who do we Maybe. got for our jersey tonight who do we have in the house oh hey it's Robert Griffith, Ted, the original Griff. Come yeah. on in. Look, hard hat on, ready oh, to yeah. go. Yeah. Robert Griffith. Man, oh, man, Robert Griffith. That guy. Awesome. What, what do you got? What do you got for Robert Griffith? Robert Griffith attended the same high school as me. <laughs> he went there about five years after I got there. He was there 87. Okay. 87, <clears throat> Went to Mount McGill. Stayed local, went to San Diego State, uh, basically was a walk-on there, didn't get any kind of scholarship to go there, but he ended up being really? the top guy on uh, Al Luganbill's defense, coached by Al Luganbill, the great Al Luganbill, who was the last winning coach at San Diego State that they ever had back in 90-94. San Diego State. Undrafted by the Vikings in 1944. 1944. Right at the height of the war. <laughs> <laughs> Got a draft deferment so he could play NFL. Do a do a touring do a touring touring NFL team throughout the Pacific with guys like Sid Luckman. <laughs> <laughs> Sid Luckman and Robert Griffith. <laughs> oh, that's great. 1994, undrafted. Vikings got a hold of him. He basically spent the first two years as a Viking on special teams. Uh, 
and then he blew up. 1996, where are those numbers at? <clears throat> he had four picks, and he had a plethora of huge hits. I know that's not the right way to say it, but that's what he became noted for. I remember Robert Griffith sticking people. He was a big hitter. Yeah. Big, big hitter. But he turned in some really fantastic numbers with the Vikings. Eight years with the Vikings, uh, 13 overall in the NFL. Remember, he played for the Browns and the Cardinals a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yep. And I believe in 2000, he had 104 tackles. And I still think to this day, he has the Vikings record for special teams tackles, solo tackles in one season with 29. I believe that's still his record. Wow. Um, Fantastic player. I, I always, he's one of my, we've had some great safeties here. Haven't we, Ted? We have, you know, the, and the thing, I, I, and Robert Griffith was a great player and this is just petty and stupid of me. But the one thing I remember Robert Griffith for, do you know what that one single play is? His career as a Viking is defined by one play. 98 drop, Nine, dropped, dropped interception in the 98 NFC championship game. At this point, limping around, but hanging in, playing well. Looking for Mathis in the end zone. It's tip. Vikings had a chance. Robert Griffith couldn't hang on. It's petty. It's terrible. I know he's a great player, but I can't get past it. I just can't. Come on, Ted. You got to work past that. I won't. I will never. I will never get over that game. I will never get over the 1975 Hail Mary game. I can't. Well, I would not do it. I would, I would never ask you to get over that. Yeah, I remember that play. It was a big play. It was a big drop, but he was a great player, though. He he was a fantastic player. Made some great, great, great plays for the Vikings while he was here. Since 1994, he there's only 24 people who have ever played in the NFL. They have more tackles than he did. Really? He's number 25 on that list, and that is very impressive. Um, 17 picks leaves him 14th all-time on the Vikings all-time team list, and he's ninth in solo tackles on the Vikings with 505. I'm a That's... big Robert Griffith fan, not only because you know, he went to my high school, and I'm very proud of that, mm-hmm. but uh, matter of fact, he came back a couple seasons, and before every season, he would buy all the football players new cleats for the team. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, he did it during the 90s when probably he was making better money, but uh, Robert <laughs> Griffith's a really fine individual. Yeah. Really, really a good dude, and he brought the power back there we didn't have to worry about the back end of the defense when he was playing ted no he was a part of a couple really great denny green era teams that 98 15 and one team the the 2000 team that went to the nfc championship he just was a, a really key part of that entire defense while <clears throat> while the vikings were having that run of success um speaking of jerseys all right so this is the last show <laughs> before our live draft show um if you want to, if you want to get your name in to win a Justin Jefferson jersey on yeah. the night of the draft show, which is April 29th, watch this show. Look for the secret Fraser word. It's going to be uttered by Drew, or it's going to be uttered by me. We don't know. Uh, we don't know what it is. It's decided after the show and the editing process by by Ruby and and by uh, by Liz. Um, you'll see at some point uh, during the show. Uh, the secret uh, little caption at the bottom of the screen says the secret phrase is Robert Griffith went to Drew's high school or whatever it's going to be. Find find out whatever that secret phrase is and enter it in the YouTube comments below and you are entered. You can only enter one time per show. So if you haven't entered yet, you've only got one chance. We are going to at some point during the night on Thursday, April 29th, we're going to pull out a bag 
It's got a bunch of chips in it, and we are going to draw a name out of that bag, and that is going to be the winner of the uh, of the Justin Jefferson jersey. You're not just pulling for the one jersey. We might be pulling chips for other prizes. Yeah, I think so. We probably will be. But that is the bag of cornucopia. The bag of cornucopia. A veritable plethora <laughs> of chips are in that bag right now. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, as much as a $6 million man. $35 million, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, $35 million man. <laughs> give, a, give a bionic eye and two bionic legs. Oh, he had a bionic arm too. I mean, when you think about it, well, minus the legs because Kirk's, Kirk's slower than me trying to do algebra. But holy, <laughs> but holy smokes, Kirk is almost the bionic man. He's got the bionic arm. I don't, Guy's like a curling uh, stone, man. <laughs> we, he is, dude. <laughs> you throw him down the ice, it's everything's all fine, and all of a sudden people got to <laughs> sweep in front of him to help him out. Oh, right? you're killing me. He's like a curling stone. Oh, Kirk, God. Kirk the curling stone. For uh, enough, enough on Kirk. We don't have any Vikings news. What we're going to do tonight, we've got a pretty good show. Um, we are going to hit Drew's the last positional segment of the show or of, of our draft preview or our positional review. It's going to be safeties. We're going to roll right into that. And then we are going to do a three-person mock draft. We're going to pull up a website um, from the draft network, and, and we are each going to be a GM, and we're going to go kind of leapfrog each other um, up to the Vikings pick. And when we get to the Vikings pick, we got a couple different options, and we'll explain to it then, but we're going to do – our own little mock draft tonight. And keep in mind, all mock drafts, including this one, are terrible, horrible, and awful. But we're going to do one anyway. Is this Viking Report Mach 1.0? Mach 1.0, and that'll be the only mock we do. Oh, yeah. And then then we've got uh, Wheel of Fortune trivia to wrap the show up. Oh, my God, that's going to be trippy. Yeah. It's going to be a good show tonight, Ted. So, yeah, so let's get into it. So let's let's go right into the safety position and um, look at the guys kind of had all we've done. And before we before we get going, Drew, I want to say just thank you, man. You have really knocked out these these draft prospects. Um, I've, I've learned a lot from guys I normally wouldn't learned anything about. Uh, you do a bang up job each week. And, and uh, this has been a fun little segment that we've done since we kicked the show off. So thanks, Smitty. I appreciate that. I with appreciate that said. That. On the Vikings roster currently are as follows. Miles Dorn, Luther Vandross Kirk, <laughs> Josh Metellus, Harrison Hitman Smith, and the newly signed Xavier Woods. Hey, I got a question, you guys. What? Yeah. Who the heck is Miles Dorn <laughs> and Luther Kirk? I'll tell you who they are. So, did, did you watch Star Trek, the original Star Trek, with with James Tiberius Kirk back in the day? Oh, oh, come on, yeah, baby, yeah. Okay, so so those guys, uh, Miles Dorn and Luther James Tiberius Kirk, they they are the red shirts. So, like, remember on every episode when they find a new planet and they go down to it, and it'd be like it'd be like Kirk and Spock, or Spock and Bones and and Scotty there would be like two or three other people and they always wore red shirts and they died within 10 minutes of getting on the planet. Always. Every the red single shirts. time. 
These guys are red shirts. They're the equivalent of NFL red shirts. They're training camp bodies. They're gonna they're gonna make it to like final cutdown day, and they're gonna get zapped by like some globulous glob monster, and they're gonna die. <laughs> should die that doesn't have the red shirt on it was always the red shirt always it was always a red shirt guy and I'm, guy. and I'm thinking so they were on like a five-year mission to explore strange new worlds <laughs> and, and and seek out new life and all that other good stuff and if you figure they go to a planet a week and three or four people in red shirts die the engineering department is like the vikings roster from like 2016 everybody's dead or injured and now, and now they got to go find Jake Long on, like, the ice planet Hoth or something. Hello? No sign of life out there, General. Sensors are in place. You'll know if anything comes around. <laughs> to, to, run, to run one of the dilithium crystals halfway through their mission. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I just, whatever. What's it called? The ice planet? What? I really made every all the sci-fi geeks oh. like I kind of am are, are all mad because I use a Star Wars reference talking about Star Trek. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. And that is like oh, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get like, it now. Just, just I, I might as well. I might as well be a witch during the Middle Ages. Just burn <laughs> me at the stake. We have found the witch. Might we burn? Burn me at the stake. No one escapes the Spanish Inquisition! <laughs> How dare you, Ted? How can you mess up the reference like uh, that? I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on the guys on the roster? It's almost the same in every position, Ted. Every position we break down, we've broken them down for 13 weeks now. Yep. We've broken down every position. Doesn't it always seem like we have our starters? Oh, yeah, these guys are really good. And then there's nobody after them. Yeah. It seems like that with every position. Maybe corner was a little fat. We had some extra corners. But safety, linebacker, defensive end, every position's like, as long as nobody gets hurt, we're going to be all right. Yeah. But what are the odds of that? I, I, think, I think the only positions the Vikings have solid depth in it, they can absorb a couple injuries or cornerback, like you mentioned. And I think running back is, is pretty good too, especially if they pick a guy in the draft. I, I'm, I'm okay with running back, but, but man, you, 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 you're right about everything else. Wide receiver after Thielen and, yeah, and I forgot about that. Yeah. nothing after tight end it's Irv Smith and nobody. Now that Kyle Rudolph's gone, don't even get a starter than the offensive and defensive lines. You got Kendrickson and, um, Anthony Barr at linebacker, cornerback's good, and now we've got Smith and Xavier Woods. And yeah, you're you're right, man. That what's after? What if Smith and Xavier Woods? What if they get hurt? And I guess you could say that about every team. Well, what if what if this guy got hurt on this team? But I, I'm I'm thinking other teams have a little bit better depth at safety than we do. It it, it kind of scares me, dude, because safety I, is important. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that with so many, you know, they got they got two third round picks and three fourth round picks. 
that the Vikings can address some depth at, at those positions. I, they, they have, you know, they have the picks to do so right now. And, and Rick Spielman, ever famous wheeler and dealer on draft day, he, I thought last year he did a good job addressing all their needs and, and he's, he's going to have to again this year, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's scary. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any faith in any of those names you just read. Yeah. Even my boy from Michigan, Metellus. Oh, Josh Metellus. He cost me a couple of remotes when he played at Michigan. Turn it off. Martin, throw me the remote. It's right next to you. Jesus. <laughs> you know what? When you run in there out of position, that's how you take bad angles. That's how you whiff on tackles. That yeah. guy used to miss a lot of tackles for Michigan and it irritated me, but I digress. Kirk and, and Metellus are going to get zapped by the blob as soon as they go down to Planet X. It was always some weird creature with like yeah. fake lead. Like Sigmund the Sea Monster. What's Sigmund the Sea Monster doing in a Star Trek episode? Oh, oh. All right, we got you. Now stay right where you are and don't try anything funny. Whatever. Sigmund of the Sea Monster with Jody Whittaker. <laughs> the big afro, redhead, red-haired afro guy. Oh. Uh, remember Jody? I don't actually. I remember Sigmund HR Puff and stuff. There's another HR one. Puff and stuff. That was a Star Trek monster. That I don't care a... what you tell me. And that show Acid well, Trip. <laughs> Acid Trip. Like, people were high when they came up with that show. And we just we were kids, we thought it was kind of funny and everything. Now you see it? Ah, the guys were looped. Terrible. To do he saw the witch's bowl attack, and as the boy was fighting back, he called his rescue racer crew as often they'd rehearse. And off to save the boy they flew. But who would get there first? Cling and clang. Alright, sorry, I'm driving it off the road. Alright, so now free agency. I, I I was looking at the free agency list earlier and I because they signed Woods, I don't see them like last week with corner when they signed the, when they signed Mac Alexander and Patrick Peterson. I think they're done in free agency period, uh, especially done with the safety position that they do sign anybody. I agree with that. All right. So well, we should all agree that they should sign Malik Hooker, former Ohio State safety. And then uh, we'll go right into the draft picks. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So uh, that gets us to the draft picks, the Drew Bunting big board. <laughs> and this is the last positional thing we'll have to the go last for the positional draft. group. That's right. Many people are probably happy with that. Jump right into it. Number one on my list, Ted, was Trayvon Morig. I don't think we're taking a safety at 14. And I actually, if we traded back, like we're both talking about in the 20s, early 20s, I don't think we're taking one there either. I think I the Vikings are taking one, but they're, ta- <laughs> I think they're taking one later. I think Morig will be the only safety taken in the first round. Okay. And he, might, and he might not even be taken in the first round. This may be a safety-less first round. We talked about Morig. I didn't give you much of a breakdown because we're not getting him. I will talk about a few that I really like, though. Javon Holland from Oregon. <laughs> what is Sorry, that? man. <laughs> I'm, not gonna give you a break that. I'm not going to give you a breakdown because we're not taking him. I love that. Awesome. <laughs> we're professional, aren't I? Yeah, you, you, better have, you better have his full scouting profile for when the Vikings pick him on Thursday night because you're going to have like the floor for 10 minutes. I, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble. 
Javon Holland from from Oregon. This cat is going to be a really, really good safety. He might end up being the best safety in this class. I had a hard time putting him number two, but uh, what caused you to put him number two? Just because Morig seems more NFL ready and more. I like he's a little bit better tackler than uh, Holland is. Holland's a great coverage guy, though. It was really like uh, 1A, 1B with me, though. I heard the other day, I was talking to a draft guy who said Holland's going to be the best defensive player in the whole draft. And I'm going, dude, really? Really? Yeah. So that's, you know, some words. I don't, I don't agree with that, but when people are echoing those words, I like to echo them right back to you. I don't like to, I don't like to intercept your thoughts. Oh, and I always like to hit on the right subjects. Okay. Super, super versatile, Ted. You'd like this guy to play for the Vikings. Can line okay. up in mul- multiple positions on your defense, anywhere you want. Flex them out any way you want. Very, very good at tracking the receivers. That was the best thing I noticed on tape is how well he stays with the receivers and how well he can regain time when he has to close the speed on them. Okay. Holland seems to be very, he seems to be very confident back there with what he's doing. The only negative about Javon Holland, and this is another reason I put Morig a little bit higher than him. Holland seems to struggle with the bigger guys, like in the red zone, the 50-50 balls, the bigger receivers. He seems to struggle covering those guys on those, you know. So when you say bigger receivers, are you talking about bigger wide receivers or are they yeah. putting him more on like the tight end down down there? Like the Calvin Johnson type wide receivers. Okay. The bigger guys who can out muscle you for the ball. He seems to struggle a little bit with that. Okay. He seems to be more of a finesse safety, but I don't want I don't necessarily think that's really going to hurt his game. Uh, there's ways around that. He, he's, it's something you can work on, but that's really the only flaw I've seen with Holland. I really like the, really like his game. You could actually put him at slot corner if you needed to, if you need really? to feed him up. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, 2018, when he was a freshman, he had 42 tackles and five picks. And then he opted out at 2020, but when he was a sophomore in 2019, he had 40 tackles and four picks. That's nine picks in two years. That's pretty good production for a pretty consistent for safety. Yeah. And and it's consistent. It's not, you know, one really great year. And then one so-so year that makes you wonder. I still have a hard time with these. Or see, every time you get an Oregon player and never hear from him again. So, I mean, look at Troy Dye. What's he, I mean, he's still relatively young, but he didn't really impress last year. Move on to another guy. I really, really like watching play. It's Talanoa Hufanga. Ted. I call him Fangs. 6'1", 200 pounds. This guy plays with rage. This guy plays with anger. And I'll be honest, sometimes the rage and anger get him out of position on plays, causing him to take really bad angles for tackling. And which is is kind of frustrating when you're watching his tape. If he would settle down a little bit, that would keep him from getting out of position to make make tackles. Because you got to be a tackling safety if you're going to play for Zimmer. Classic size for a strong safety, Ted but it's also like rangy enough to play free safety. He can play both. You can play okay. in both positions. USC really coached up really well there. They have a good program for secondaries. He's probably the most versatile player in my top 15. I really like him. I would be happy if the Vikings grabbed him. 2019, 10 games, he had 90 tackles, seven and a half loss. Last year, he only played in six games, Ted but he had 62 tackles and five and a half tackles for loss. And as you see by this footage, he's very, very good player. Now that was because the six games is because the PAC 12 didn't start till way late. And they only had like a minimal amount of games to be able to play. Correct. Yes. 
He wasn't, wasn't injuries or anything. It was just because. No, no, it was not injuries. The Pac-12 was actually dumber than the Big Ten when it came <laughs> to playing college football last year. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. They didn't have a very good plan at all. Uh, kind of like Kirk beaming down to planet Pac-12. Alanoa Hufanga. Let's hope Hufanga maybe will end up with the Vikings. Next right. guy, Paris Hilton Ford. Number 10 on my list is Paris Hilton Ford. <laughs> Still not going to do it. Not taking the bait, brother. I'm an expert fisherman. Number 10 on my list. We got Paris Hilton Ford. <laughs> Related to Henry? Oh, very ah. physical. Very physical. He's very aggressive. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> off limits with this guy. <laughs> he doesn't seem to. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have a lot of bad bad traits or bad uh, habits. He's very good in the box. <laughs> He's very good in the box. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. He's very good in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta rewrite this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even though he gets to the stop it. No, these are my notes. I haven't. I wrote it down when I watched this tape. <laughs> and I'm... Sorry. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. So let me let me ask you a question. We need to start this whole thing over. What what footage were you watching? His highlight reel, or did you did you stumble onto Pornhub? Uh... Paris Hilton Ford, <laughs> University of Pittsburgh. I talked to my buddy Nubs. Nubs says, Drew, you're out of your mind. That guy's not even going to get drafted. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I have more faith in him than most people do. He needs to be coached up. Really great instinct. Seems to be a real natural out there. I only played seven games last year. But in 2019, how's this? 90 tackles. Three picks, one pick, six, nine passes defense. Okay, we're moving on. The Vikings need a draft. Remember Ooh. this name. All right. Important. Jamar Johnson. This guy, right. I think this guy's going to end up being an elite safety, Ted. Jamar Johnson. I remember him. He played a pretty good game against Ohio State last picked, year. Picked off fields twice in that game yeah. last year against Ohio State. Yeah. Man, I was going to make funny on my notes here, and you already picked it up. That's good knowledge. He had, uh, in his last 21 games for Indiana, he had six interceptions, which is a good ratio. Ratio is when you put one number up against another one. That's a ratio. <laughs> At least that's what I'm told. Thanks, Professor. 6'2", 205, good size, good ball, good ball skills, good size. Dude's very underrated. <clears throat> I liked him. Indiana played him in what they call the Husky defense, Ted, the Husky position for their defense. Yeah, has nothing to do with tough skins. I was just say, did they make more tough skins jeans in that formation? Remember our tough skins? We got to bring that commercial back. <laughs> that was one of our great episodes of tough skin commercials. No, they played him at what's called the husky position. And get this: sometimes, in the matter of one game, he played linebacker, cornerback, and safety. Really? Yeah, he's the guy you can bounce around anywhere on the field on the fly. Something goes on during a game, Zimmer can say, "Hey, we need you to." pop over and play the outside linebacker position for a series or two or whatever. That's great. That's great versatility to have in a player. Well, and Zimmer, Mike Zimmer loves guys like that. I mean, Harrison he does. Is, a, is a safety, but when, when they're playing, 
when Harrison Smith is playing up close to the line and, and run support or blitz, he you could argue he's almost playing the role of a linebacker at times. But I think Jamar Johnson, um, I don't know where I got him ranked on my on my list here. I have him pretty high though. You have, have him, him as a third sixth. rounder. Yeah, third rounder, sixth overall. So we're gonna have to use one of those mid rounders to get him. But if he fell just a little bit, man, what a hell of a value this guy would be. I think Zimmer would love this guy. Okay. Jamar Johnson. I had to get a little Big Ten action in there. And that will do it. Uh, a couple more guys on my list I wanted to mention. I don't have any footage of them. Uh, I really like DeMar Hamlin, the other Pittsburgh safety. And Tariq Thompson from San Diego State is a great play- San Diego State. Yeah. Robert Griffith. He's a great player. Uh, the safety class is kind of meh, but there's a lot of guys you could really work with. There's a lot of players that are going to end up being pretty good football players in there. All right. Well, look, you, you did a, a, a great job guessing and evaluating and, and giving us your opinions. Uh, and again, I thought this was just uh, overall week in and week out a great segment. So <laughs> well, you carried well done, asking me questions. <clears throat> A lot of it was, when you ask me questions, it keeps me going. It keeps the mind going. You brought up those good points last week about, you know, the, the corner with the uh, with the Alabama guy. Remember you brought up the corner of the coaches with the Vikings now? That really For helped. Yeah. You added a bunch of information through all of these draft positions I did that really helped me out. So credit, a lot of credit goes back to you. All right. So now that we've got the uh, positional groups done, uh, what we are going to do now what are is, we doing? We're going to do um, what everybody else in the world seems to be doing right now, and that is a mock draft. Oh, Daisy, if you do. And just like everybody else, like I said earlier, our mock draft is going to be horrible and bad and terrible because all mock drafts are bad and terrible. I don't care who you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care if you have like personal conversations with every GM in the NFL every day and make a mock draft. You're wrong. You're all wrong. You're all 95% wrong. And for those of you that do seven-round mock drafts, you're terrible people. You're just flat-out terrible people. You hey, have much better, much better things to do with your life than a seven-round mock draft that is 99% wrong. Hey, Ted, isn't yeah. it amazing how angry people get over mock drafts at each other? It's like... Dude, when, when I used to, when I was writing for the Daily Norseman, I, I took this semi-seriously at times, and a couple times I, I do a mock draft. I do a one mock draft a week post and i do like all ohio state players or all offensive linemen or just you know kind of a dumb theme because it's no no worse chance of being accurate as an actual mock draft i really worked at and tried all guessing and, dude that's what and, it and, is. And, and people would get legit mad <laughs> how can you pick this guy in the fourth round when that guy was on the board my, my dude it's all fake it's all make-believe oh, it's they... not gonna happen right have, have a coke and a smile <laughs> it's, it's, it's like okay to teach oh my god to sing so anyway so we are going to do a bad terrible horrible mock draft don't any of you have the guts to play for blood i'm your huckleberry that's just my game let's light um, it before we, we, start are, the draft. we are going to use the draft network page because you can take control over every team and uh, we were talking about this earlier today. And and uh, Tunces, are are you there or are you muted? I am ready to go. When we get to pick fourteen, one after the Vikings pick, we're gonna we're gonna stop. 
Because nobody nobody cares. No, nobody about does. who picks after the Vikings. No, Unless, no, no. no, nobody cares. Nobody cares. And down, we're gonna get into the, the and, Jets and, secondary. We're gonna get find out the Jets who the Jets want to take in the first round and secondary right. problems and their yeah. linebackers and then, then they I, I don't I don't care what the Patriots needs are. I, I don't I don't <laughs> care what the Jets needs. I don't care. I don't care. So we're gonna stop at 14. But when we get to the Vikings pick, we're gonna look at the board that's not gonna be even close to accurate on draft night. And we're gonna look at who we want that the Vikings aren't going to pick. And then we're going to p- predict who the Vikings will pick that they're not going to pick because that guy's probably not going to be on the board either. Because, again, remember, mock drafts are terrible, bad, and awful. So, with that in mind, <laughs> let's do this mock draft. Let's go! There's the draft board. Again, it's the Draft Network uh, mock draft machine. Um, we're doing our first mock Viking report. Our, our, first, our first and only. Tunes, if you're ready, why don't you... Uh, you kick us off. You're playing the role of the Jacksonville Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. It's pretty obvious who they're going to take. She has it. Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine Spicoli. <laughs> okay. I am up next. I am up next. Jets are on the board. And with the second pick, I'm going to take... Zach Wilson. All right. The quarterback from BYU. All right. So the 49ers are on the clock, and I i don't care what anybody says. I think all this Mac Jones talk is smoke. You, you don't trade up to number three to get a game manager. You trade up to number three to get a playmaking quarterback. Um, so uh, the 49ers are going to pick Justin Kidd and play fields because of the big the big hair from the movies Ooh. from the 1980s i'm they're gonna pick fields i'd be shocked if they pick mac jones it, it's all it's all smoke screen wow three quarterbacks in a row on our vikings report mock 1.0 only 1.0 we're only doing one so i know that matt ryan is getting old and everybody's talking about kyle pitts but i don't see them passing on sewell so i'm gonna take sewell right here whoa Alrighty. Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell. The big tackle from Oregon. The machine. Hmm. With that pick, might present a little bit of a problem for my Cincinnati Bengals. Let's see here. With Sewell being gone, that definitely opens up the Bengals. Bengals needs and you know what the Bengals are going to do since you took their tackle that's who I had them penciled in for but being the GM of the Bengals I don't have to worry about anything as long as we have new uniforms every year that gets people excited (laughs) I am going to have the Bengals take Jamar Chase wow okay wide receiver LSU all right let's see so I man, I was kind of thinking he would be on the board for the Dolphins. They need him. They need an edge guy. It's too early for an edge guy. You know what? Everybody talks about Kyle Pitts being a unicorn. I'm gonna pick. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, I think, would be the most logical pick for the Dolphins here 
in this situation. Can I have the lions take someone that like wouldn't even be drafted normally? <laughs> um, but I think that they'll go with Jalen Waddle. That'd be a good pick right there, yeah. Okay, Jalen Waddle to the Lions. This is a good mock draft. I am picking for Carolina. Yeah. And since they got their their quarterback situation apparently taken care of with uh, Kid Darnold, I think they need a left tackle, and I think they love Rashawn Slater. Yep. So I am going to pick Northwestern tackle Rashawn Slater to the Carolina Panthers at pick number eight. If I'm the Broncos, I'm not wasting any time. Uh, I am not sold on Drew Locke. I'm going to go ahead and pick Trey Lance. That's a good pick. I think they would be ecstatic if Trey Lance fell to nine. All right. Well, then this one's easy. We all know Dallas wants Sertan. So there you go. Yep. Yeah, we don't mess around in our mock either. We roll through it, don't we? <laughs> we aren't even discussing it. Remember, get inside the mind of Dave Gettleman. Pick the, 40, <laughs> pick the 47th ranked edge guy. Can you really know anybody in 15 minutes? I mean, you know, it's like speed dating. You know, you don't want to go to, you know, get there. <laughs> I, th- th- is this, not, this is what the Giants are going to do. With the 11th pick in the NFL Vikings report mock draft, Drew has selected for the New York Giants, Quiddy Pay, defensive end, Michigan. That's it would not, that would not surprise me at all if they pick Quiddy Pay. That's who they're going to take if he's there. They need an edge guy. Let's see. So the Eagles, man, they need wide receiver. Oh, you know what? I'm going to pick Devontae Smith here because they screwed up last year in picking Jalen Rieger. You're taking who? I'm picking I'm picking Devontae Smith. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up. Your brain has the shell on it. Are you talking? Shut up, Richard. 200, 200 friggin' yards in the first half. With, with <laughs> what? Oh. All right, so we all know that this is going to be a probable scenario right here. Everybody's going to say, don't pick Derisaw, don't pick Derisaw, and they're going to pick Derisaw. That's really, that's not her first draft. That's exactly what's going to happen. I I do too. We'll all be screaming, he's going to make it. He's going to make it. We're going to get our left tackle. All right, so now we are at pick 14. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. Folks, we got our draft guru, Drew Bunting, picking for the Vikings. He's going to go first, and then I'll pick. I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece, and then Ruby, and that will conclude our draft. So, Drew, in the Vikings report, mock one point only. Mock draft, who are you going to pick? Well, at this point, we say who we, who we would love for the Vikings to pick if this guy were available, but who do you – or what do you think the Vikings will do? First off, can I say what I would do? Sure, yeah. I would I would use the Mac Jones still available for a huge trade back right here. Somebody wants him. And unfortunately, the team that probably wants him is Team 15. It's right behind us. 
So what do you get for a leapfrog of one spot? Probably not much in return. I know people flew. We don't need a linebacker. We don't, I know, I know I heard it all. You don't need a linebacker until one gets hurt for the season. Micah Parsons is too good to pass up right there. All right, so now we're to, it's me, right? Yeah, I would think, I would think if Mac Jones is still on the board or Trey Lance was still on the board or even Justin, if Justin Fields are on the board, pick him. But if the, I don't think the Vikings are looking for a quarterback. Okay. Assuming I have to stay here and pick um, who I want, I, I would love for them to look at Rashad Bateman. I, I think Rashad Bateman is going to be, when it's all said and done, one of the top two or three wide receivers out of this class. Um, that's who I would love to pick, but I think the Vikings will pick Elijah Vera Tucker. And they it's it's a position of need. They need interior offensive line help, and and he would be a huge upgrade. Um, so I would do the same thing as you guys. If I had my first choice, it would be to trade back to recoup second rounder. Listen to Tunes's. If I had to pick, I think I would pick Vera Tucker too, just because the offensive line. Also, another thing I think is a possibility is J.C. Horn. Yeah. After after you t- discussed him last week, Drew, it would not. I would bet if J.C. Horn and he's like on on this board he's the top rated player still on the board Mike Zimmer would be standing on the table wanting to get him yeah I I think I think if the Vikings want one of those three offensive linemen they're definitely going to have to trade up and I I would be so against trading up to get an offensive lineman we have got to trade back to get that second round pick as Toons has just said but I don't know how you guys felt when it came to picking right there weren't you kind of frustrated going I don't want to take any of these guys yeah, I really don't I, want to take Parsons. I don't want to take a corner if it's not Sertan. I kind of, I was downplaying all my, all the guys that I was going to select in my head. I was going, I'm not really happy with any of these guys. When you're not happy with any of them, that's usually the uh, ingredients of trading back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think this, the way this draft is going to unfold for the Vikings, is going to be a very frustrating night for Vikings fans. They're, the offensive linemen they want, I think are going to be gone. Uh, I don't think Quiddy Pay is a, a, a good pick at 14. Um, I don't don't think the Vikings will pick a wide receiver. I do think one of the big three wide receivers will still be on the board, but I don't think the Vikings will pick them. Okay, so that does it. And no, no, we, we don't care what the Colts' needs are. No. We don't care what the Titans' needs are. We, we have finished Vikings report one point only mock draft. That's it. That is it. No more. The next time, the next time we talk draft, it'll be the, the real one. You know, in just, a, in just a few days. We got big draft party coming up. You know who would love the draft we just had? Darth Belichick, Darth yeah, Vader, probably. We got a yeah, quarterback sitting would. there at fifteen for him. We got the draft party coming up, Ted. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. You know what else is gonna be a good time? Well, we got our commercials, and then we're coming back with Wheel of Fortune trivia. Oh, yeah! So stay tuned. Yeah! So stay tuned. I'd like to teach the world <laughs> to sing. Six million dollar man, ready to operate and command. Colonel Steve Austin is the six million dollar man. Complete with the technology to replace his bionic modules. Check him out with the bionic transport and repair station. 
control his amazing lifting strength. See through his wide-angle bionic eye. The man, his bionic transport that becomes a repair station and a working backpack radio. As your body grows bigger, your mind must flower. It's great to learn, because knowledge is power. It's Schoolhouse Rocky, the chip on the block of your favorite schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. All right, welcome to this week's version of Toots's Trivia, which is Wheel of Toots's. How are you guys doing? Good, Toots's. How are you? Wow, I'm look doing at that. Good. That's tremendous. Thanks, Toots's, for doing this. Sure. I mean, all oh, right. six against Ted, so maybe I'll. <laughs> maybe I can round, round one. Look at our names Potato Head, Pineapple Head. <laughs> yeah, great, awesome. Round one, the category is quote. And since Drew went first last time, Ted, we're going to have you go first. Okay. So, Pineapple Head, we are going to spin the wheel for you. <laughs> All righty. Wow, look at, we're going, look at this. Now. Yeah. Bankrupt, bankrupt. Uh, S. There are two S's. You said X. Um. Do you like to spin or buy a vowel? Wait, wait, wait. Let, can I see the board real quick? I, I'd like to. I'd like to solve the puzzle. What? Really? Straight, straight, no, you can't do it right now. Straight cash, homie. You yes. are correct. Yes. yes. That was it. All right. God. Good job. All right, Drew, you go first this time. And again, the category is quotes. And we're spinning for you. Guess the letter. I'm going to go N as in Nancy. There's one N. I want to spin. Guess the letter. S. Three S's. Okay, I'll spin. No, 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 And we always have them going in slow motion. I'm gonna go with T, Tunces, as in T's and Tunces. Four T's. Wow. I'm gonna buy a vowel. How much are vowels? 250. I'm gonna go with a uh, I. Three eyes. Spin. I can't have any idea. Ted, do you know what it is? No. G. Two G's. I know what it is now. 
What would you like to do? Can I see that? I'm gonna solve the puzzle, Vince's. What is your guess? That is a disgusting act! I joke on you. You are a 80-yard run with a 95-yard scamper of my own, Ted Glover. Category this time is places, and Pineapple Head gets to go first. Um, spin. <laughs> pineapple Head. I'd like to solve it. <laughs> That'd be really good. My grandma was great at this game. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's go with L. One L. Spin. L. All right. Um, D. One D. Alrighty. A spin. Choose a letter. M is in Mary. Two M's. Mary Fisk. Hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin, but I know what this is. Damn it! So I'll probably go bankrupt. <laughs> How do you know what it is from that? Cause he's smart. Oh, <laughs> lose the turn. That's what I get. That's what I get for talking smack. It happens right, every single time. Turn back. I don't know what it is. All right, Drew, you have spin, so. Loose turn. <laughs> Give me an R. One R. I'll, I'll buy a vowel. I can't believe I don't know this. I can't tell what it is. I'm going to buy a vowel. I'm going to buy E. One E. Metropolitan Stadium. Smack me up. 
on this one. The category is NFL Rules. And I will take an R. There are no R's. No R's. But spin. Spin. R. Alright. S. No S's. Ben, I'm going T. T? Okay. Two T's. Ben. Mm, oh, sorry, Drew. You Come on, there. man. Let's see. I guessed X if I was you. N is in Nancy. Two N's. NFL rules. Spin. Six hundred. All right. What would you like? F. F is in Frank. Yes. No F. <laughs> uh, spin. I think there's an L in there. Pineapple head. What All would you right. like to do? Uh, spin. All right. What would you like? Charlie. Two C's. Wow. Damn. I'm uh, gonna buy a vowel. Hey. <laughs> wow, this game's really set up. One about. A. Uh, I don't know what this is. Oh, this is stupid. How do I not know that? I'm gonna spin. Right on the edge, too. Dude, that is pineapple heaven right there for This me. game is stupid. <laughs> spin. All right. You want to spin? Well, I don't have any money. Um, okay, I'll spin. 500. This is chancy. It's a risk. I am going to chance it with an M for Mary because she's good luck. <laughs> Ted, you know what it is. Ted knows what it is. I, I don't. <laughs> This was from Mary as a, oh man, Ted is yeah. just not good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a, a vowel. All right. Oh. Two O's. <laughs> I'm, 
Do you know what it forfeit. is? Forfeit. I want to forfeit. I want to spin, <laughs> I guess. I can't solve it. There's only, how can I not solve that? Um, okay, you can find another valve. Uh, I'm afraid I'll, I'll get by about Which one hasn't been used yet? There's got to be an E in there. Oh my God. Thanks for talking me into buying the vowel. <laughs> here, here, watch me go bankrupt. That's going to get it right here. All right. Oh, what would gosh. you like? Uh, let, let me see the board. That's the worst slice down there. <laughs> I can't. I don't, why why no. can't we? I, I can't get it. Look at the letters that are left over. I, that always helps. I am. I, I, I'm, I'm not. B. Bravo. <laughs> There's one B. Okay, this should give it to him. I, no, I'm spinning because I need money. Spin. <laughs> All right, 600. D, as in dog. Bravo. Yes, there's one D. Spin. Oh, You're going to get bankrupt. <laughs> oh, I know. Taking You're taking chances. a chance now. I know, I know. Yeah, taking chances. The chance taker. All right, guess the letter. W. One W. All right, I'm going to solve it. Down by contact. That is correct. That Applehead. Man, I, that, oh, I didn't see that forever. I didn't see it either. All right, this is the last puzzle. Category yep. is nicknames. And who went first on the last one? Drew? Yeah, I think I did. Okay, so... First. These are all submitted by viewers too, just so you know. Thanks, viewers. Thank you, viewers. That's really cool. Nicknames. Um, F. There's one F. That's going to solve it. How much does a vowel cost a guy? Uh, you don't have enough for a vowel yet. Of course not. <laughs> Let's Winner's spin fall, it. Baby. Let's spin it. Ed tried to illegally purchase vowels. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked him what the price was. Seven hundred. That's six hundred. Um. R. One R. All right. Okay. Now, now you want to buy a vowel. Buy a vowel. Uh, o. Oh, oh, oh. One O. You got lucky, dude. That could have been an I. Buy another vowel. Okay. <laughs> e. Oh, great. Two E's. Great googly moogly. Ben. All right, 600. S. No S. Through. Spin. Spin. All right. H. S and H. No H. 
pineapple head? What would you like? Uh, spin. <laughs> oh my god. You just have the worst luck with that. Hi. I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> I am. Laughing with you. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, Drew. Oh, spin. That was, a, that was a karma spin right there for laughing at Senior Glover. He's not a fighter, he's a glover. And when he runs, he runs for cover. <laughs> Guess the letter. P. No P. Spin for potato head. All right, for 600. I'm gonna go, uh, let's see. Let me see the board here. N. One N. Oh, uh, that'll help me solve it. Potato head. Spin. <laughs> For a whopping 100, guess a letter. L, as in Lucy. Mm. Oh. L. I got, Ted's got that look on his face like he knows. I think he knows it. I think I know what the first word is. That's why I guessed L. thought it was land. All right, 600. G. There are three Gs. Oh, my goodness. All right. This might do it. Buy a vowel. Okay. A. Two A's. This is over. <sighs> Buy another vowel. Okay. I. I. Two I's. All right. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to solve the puzzle. All right. What is it? King of garbage time. Whoever sent that in, King of Garbage Time gets an extra chip in the bag hopper. Alright, let's see who won. Potato oh. Head won! Yeah! Good I job, beat, Drew. I beat 10 and something? Good job. Congratulations, my friend. Uh, strike up the band. I am the Wheel of Fortunate One. Alright, thanks. Thanks for playing, you guys. We'll Thanks, see you next Tunces. week. Thanks, Toonses. Thanks, listeners, for sending in those questions. And thank you, Toonses, for running that game. Yeah, it was a good time. All right. Uh, this will about put a <coughs> put a wrap on, on episode 17. Again, we uh, can't thank you guys enough for the questions for trivia. Uh, when we do uh, viewer question segments, um, thank you for the TV show suggestions, Raymond. And, and we've got more requests, and we're, we're going to hit them in future shows. Uh, we went, we just went over 3000 subscriptions on YouTube. I can't really believe that. Uh, by the time this show airs, we will be 72 hours. No, never mind. Uh, we'll be like five days from, from the draft. So yes, I, I can't tell you how fired up Chris Gates is going to join us. Thank you for your support. Uh, Drew, take us home and we will try to do better the next time. 
Thank you, Ted Glover. Thanks for helping me with the show tonight, as usual, and Tunes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support we get from this group, the comments, subscriptions, all the likes. I uh, wanted to give a shout out to, <clears throat> remember Viking Uncensored with Ryan Johnson and Lance Bruns. They run yes. on Friday night. <clears throat> there we had a show last night. Their next show, they usually do their show at Friday, 6 Central and 4 Pacific. Next week, they're going to be on Wednesday for a special pre-draft show. That ought to be good. So remember, for Uncensored next week, it's Wednesday at 6 Central and 4 Pacific and not Friday night. Those guys have a lot of fun. They get a great new show started. I love it. And they're really, really cool cats. They know their football. They don't hold punches. It fits in well with us. So watch Viking Uncensored next week. Thank you so much. Thanks to Robert Griffith for being here tonight. Yeah! Chucky, hope you like the show. Good to see you. Uh, special shout out to $6 million man. We will try to do better the next time. Say goodnight, Ted. Good night, Ted. <laughs>